Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Journey of Joy, Day 48, Episode 155. As humans, we are all trying to find our own way. Remember that your way is as unique as you are. Nobody can live it but you. However, others can lend a hand along the way. Let them, and lend one yourself when you can. This hand doesn't always have to be in the traditional sense, and I will give you two examples. The first one is in one of my all-time favorite anime that I have mentioned before called Your Lion April. And in Your Lion April, one of the main characters is some is terribly uh, struggling with something. She, she's going through something truly horrible, and she's suffering from it. But when she reaches out to the main character... It's not to seek help from him. She is seeking to help him. Now, when we think about that, oftentimes we think, oh, it's because a person has fallen, and so someone's going to reach out to help. But in this case, things weren't quite that way. In reality, when she reached out to help him, he still continued to fall. In fact, he even fell harder after she tried to reach out and help him. However, what she did for him was to help him realize that he could keep getting back up. She gave him hope. Eventually, that hope led him to get the strength and the understanding that he needed to to stop falling. And eventually, he was able to turn around and help her. Not a traditional kind of help that one might think of. But nonetheless, in this fictional situation... It turns out that both of them helped to lift the other in very different kinds of ways. Another example of this comes from my own personal life. I have struggled with lots of different things, anxiety probably being one of my biggest ones. And for those of you who don't know much about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a lot of the members, when they enter into their late teens in life, serve what's called a full-time mission. So what this meant for me is I served two years in southern Alabama, northern Florida, a hot, humid climate surrounded by lots of trees and bugs and a culture that I was not very familiar with. Not necessarily good or bad, just different. One of the things that made it very difficult and challenging, though, was A, I was there to proselyte, teach people about the gospel to a group of people who largely didn't want to hear it. So there's a lot of rejection. And for anyone who deals with anxiety, rejection can be very hard. Now, I will admit it was a very good learning experience, and I came away, I'm sure, a better person for it. But that didn't make it any less hard. But this was my journey, my journey that I had to live. And while I was on my mission, one of the things that we do as missionaries is we have a companion. We have a person who is with us all the time. It's not the same person, tends to rotate but we have a person with us. Sometimes we get along. We become best friends. Sometimes we don't get along and we keep each other at arm's length. Sometimes it's even worse than that. While I was gone for those two years, I had some very good companions. I had some companions that taught me a lot of things, both good and difficult. And I had some companions that were very, very difficult to get along with. And in one of those situations, after I had been out on my mission for about a year, I was with a companion who I didn't get along with at all. He didn't want to get along with me. He was just a person who was just difficult to get along with in general. 
And for a person who already was dealing with anxiety, I don't do very well in social situations. And in situations like this, you feel very much alone, even though you're not. I wasn't alone. I had other people in my mission that could help me. I had family that I could write letters to and they could write letters back to me. I wasn't really alone. But sometimes when you're dealing with the day-to-day or the minute-to-minute, you don't necessarily feel that. And so my companion and I were doing something that's called tracting. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's something where we literally would go house by house and knock on doors and see if people were willing to listen to the message that we had to share. And for any of you who've experienced that, it is singularly one of the most difficult things that I have ever done in my life. And it's it's just hard. And it's even harder when it's you're out in a shirt and tie, slacks, heavy shoes, you got a companion you don't get along with, and it's hot and it's humid. And uh, your anxiety is, is through the roof. This, this is kind of the setting for me. And I just kept trying to figure out what it was that I was going to do to not only succeed as a missionary, but survive. That was largely on my mind while I was with this companion. And I turned to something that at the time seemed silly, but frankly, it got me through this time in my mission, one of these hardest moments in my life. And that was a story, a series that I had read. And I've mentioned this before, um, and it seems out of place, so certainly out of context in, in a mission sense like this, but it is the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. It was something that specifically the first book I had read and reread multiple times while I was in high school. Uh, it was a book that got me through hard times in high school, nothing compared to while I was on my mission. But I leaned heavily on this. While my companion and I were tracting, while we were walking from house to house, to pass the time, the silent moments where he didn't want to talk to me and I certainly didn't want to talk to him, and there's stories I could go on to about this and I won't right now, um, I started relaying to him this story, just telling him what I could remember. I didn't remember necessarily the names or the places, and for those of you who have read that series, the names and places are very strange and hard to pronounce anyway. And the series is enormous. There was no way I was going to tell him in the time we had together the whole thing. But it helped us to pass the time. And so the reason why I'm sharing this with you is it helped me. It helped me get through. And it gave me opportunities to learn to appreciate uh, the literature, to learn to appreciate the entertainment, and learn to appreciate the fact that sometimes being a little distracted by something like that can be helpful, can be prudent. You know, we hear about those squirrel moments and we think, oh, that ADHD, that person, that, that person that's just gotten distracted, oh, they're, they're not going to be very productive or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, is sometimes you need that little distraction to get yourself by. And for my journey, that's actually been a critical part for me. Sometimes I need just a little distraction to help me get through those difficult moments so that I can move on to the next moment. That doesn't mean I can't find joy. That doesn't mean I don't necessarily have to pay attention right then and there at something. But that little distraction. So when we're talking about this living your own, you know, your this is your own path, and you need to try to help people as you can and let people help you, sometimes that person helping you isn't right there. Sometimes it's something that they've done, some foundation that they have laid that you have had the opportunity to get a hold of and stand on top of and say, gosh, you know what? I can finally breathe for a moment. I can take that deep, fresh of breath air and rise above my daily minutiae and have an opportunity 
to see something wonderful. And I have found that that is true with a lot of things that I enjoy, music, entertainment, stories, and sometimes it comes from that personal human interaction as well. So find that thing um, that, that can help you that you may not think makes a lot of sense in that context. You might surprise yourself. Go out and find your own joy through helping each other through it all. Thank you for listening.